You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. Now Hear This is a conversation with leaders in Indianapolis that are working to improve the lives of Hoosiers. Our goal is to empower you to join in their work and make a difference while informing you about the unseen aspects of life in Indiana. If you miss an episode, you can listen via podcast at nowhearthisindy.com. Today, I am speaking to John Milan, who is the executive director of the Hope Healthcare Services. Uh, I, I believe you're based in Hendricks County, right? That's correct. We're in Avon. All right. I'm a Plainfield boy, so it's always nice to speak to a fellow Hendricks County uh, alum. I, I don't know what you call a former resident like myself. Uh, so tell us a little bit about Hope Healthcare Services. What, are, what, what does your organization do? Well, Hope Healthcare Services is a medical and dental clinic for people without insurance. Our only criteria is that people have no insurance of any kind, no VA, no Medicare, no Medicaid, no private medical and dental insurance. And if uh, that's their situation, they can be seen at Hope Healthcare. Now, I was uh, I wasn't blessed with a great set of dental genetics, and I have had several root canals, and uh, it is extremely expensive to get dental work done. If you need a tooth pulled or uh, you know a root canal, it it can be very expensive. So, tell us the process of if you're in that situation where you you have some tooth pain, you've got an abscess, or you have a child that has some some issues. How do you get that process rolling? Um, absolutely. No, that's that's a great question. Um, first of all, we're not a free clinic. We um, we do charge. It's extremely low cost. In fact, I'll, I'll use the example that you just raised. A, um, a root canal, we get done for $30. Wow. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. No, that's way better than 3000 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm glad you did. You brought that up just to bring it into perspective. And, um what people do is they call the clinic. Uh, the number is 317-272-0708. Uh, many times our schedules are not, uh, I can't give you a, a consistent schedule because many of the shifts are performed by volunteers. So they determine the schedule. Most often the schedules are on Monday through Thursday, anytime between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. Um, and most volunteers choose a three-hour shift once per month. But on the dental side, for example, um, we do cleanings, fillings, extractions, some crowns, root canals, as we talked about, some oral surgery, some denture work. Again, limited by the number of volunteers. But um, And we just this month in July hired our first staff dentist. She works one day a week. It's on Mondays. But um, again, that's just about tripled our capacity to serve dental patients. And dental is a huge need. You just brought it up. I want to be clear too, though, we'll serve people dentally if they have no insurance, medical or dental. Um, but if they fall in that category, they need to be seen at Hope Healthcare. Okay. So are you a physical clinic? And I, I should have asked this, uh, forgive your host for uh, poor hostmanship, but are you a physical clinic? Do you come out to people's houses? What's the, where is the care taking place? No, that's great. It is in Avon. It's a single location clinic at 107 Park Place Boulevard, which is near the intersection of Highway 36 and uh, 267. Um, most people in Hendricks County might recognize that. But, um, yeah, single location. Um, 
so yes, we they, they come to us. Now you mentioned that uh, we're talking about dental, but you mentioned other services. Do you have other services besides just dental? Absolutely. Uh, medically, we have two staff providers. We have a nurse practitioner on Mondays from nine to five. We have a physician's assistant on Thursdays from nine to five. And then we have volunteers just scattered throughout the month, again, with um, the schedule being determined by those volunteers. Some of them can't give a consistent shift each month because they work in the ER. They work in as a hospitalist. Um, again, those are the volunteers. Uh, and we have some specialties in addition to general primary care. And those are determined by the specialists. So we could gain a new um, specialty tomorrow with a volunteer walking through our door. Or we could lose a, a specialty tomorrow with a, a volunteer not being able to volunteer anymore. But currently we have... Um, urology, uh, chiropractic medicine, physical therapy. We have two pediatricians. We have women's services. Um, we also have some mental health counseling available at the clinic at a greatly reduced rate. We have telepsychiatry and we're able to source low cost uh, medications, um, radiology and imaging, uh, as well as lab testing. Uh, not at the clinic, but again, we've we've arranged with vendors where, again, the cost is extremely low. Kind of like we use the example of the root canal. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, great. So you have a, a wide range of services, and, and you mentioned who is volunteering. Um, who is coming to the clinic? I mean, give us a kind of, if you're thinking of your avatar, of, you know, in business, your typical customer, who who is coming to the clinic and who is accessing it? You know, the United Way did a study years ago, and they, they called this population ALICE. It's an acronym of Asset Limited, Income Constrained, and Employed. And they did a, an extensive study where they put the numbers of those households actually down to the township level. Um, but again, asset limited, little savings, um, income constrained and employed, they are working, but often in jobs where it might be seasonal um, for a small employer, uh, where benefits are not provided or they can't afford the benefits, could be a seasonal worker, many self-employed. Um, I read a statistic the other day in Hendricks County, uh, just to use it as an example, 59% of the businesses have four or less employees. Now that doesn't mean that they don't have insurance, but certainly it's not required to be um, provided by their employer. So it's really people falling through the cracks of the system. Um, if you're below 138% of the poverty level in Indi Indiana, you qualify for the HIP program, the Healthy Indiana program, and you should be on that. It's a great program. So we encourage people to have insurance. But the subsidies, you know, drop and, um, you know, the costs are there. So a heck of a lot of people are falling through the cracks when you start at 139% of the poverty and go up to even 400% of the poverty level. Um, so it's people who are struggling to, to meet basic needs, you know, housing, transportation, childcare, and health insurance, you know, big four. But it, again, these people are employed. And if you're working, you're going to pay your transportation and you're going to pay your, make sure you've got your childcare and you're going to keep the roof over your head. And the one you may drop and kind of roll the dice with is your health insurance. Yeah. And we just want to be sure that people aren't rolling the dice with their health. They can still be seen at the clinic. We may catch some things early. Again, we're not a hospital, but um, we've got, as we just mentioned, an extensive range of services where uh, with excellent physicians, and many of them have been named, you know, top docs and top dentists by Indianapolis Monthly Magazine and won other awards. 
So fantastic care there at the clinic. But um, uh, we're just trying to spread the word and make sure people know about us. Yeah. And, and I was talking to one food bank operator and they were talking about a younger staffer who was complaining, saying, you know, this person just came in with a Lexus to get a box of food. What would they need with this box of food? And, you know, in the era of COVID, especially with so many people being, you know, doing freelance work, gig work, you know, you're you're seeing less people having their insurance tied to employment. Uh, this is definitely one of those places. I mean, do you see people that, I mean, we typically think, oh, I'm going to a low-cost clinic. You think of people who are, who are in lower brackets, but you're really, are you serving people? It doesn't matter your income. If you just don't have health insurance and you need care of some kind, you're there to help. Yes, Chris, you hit it right on the head. Very good explanation. That's exactly right. You know, people may be between jobs. People are, you know, their business is struggling or their business is closed. You know, restaurant workers, self-employed folks like um, people that cut hair. You know, many times they rent that chair and um, again, a self-employed person. So, uh, you know, we don't care why they're falling through the cracks, but you're right. It, it's not what people might think of, of you know, a low-cost clinic, as you said, or a, or a charitable clinic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough out there. So if you're interested in their services, it is myhopehealth.org. I'm talking to the executive director of the organization of Hope Health Services, Healthcare Services, excuse me, John Milan. Uh, and obviously COVID has, especially in the healthcare industry, changed a lot. How has it impacted your clinic and what precautions are you taking? Another great question. Um, we, uh, first of all, we never closed our doors and we were able to um, pivot very quickly to uh, instituting telehealth services. So that is an option now for us. Obviously, telehealth is not the answer for every visit for every patient, but having that option um, helps with people who may have transportation problems. It also could increase the geographic reach of the clinic, uh, but we currently, we lock our front door. So when you come, you ring a video doorbell where uh, we will come meet you at the door, take your temperature, um, and, and according to all the CDC guidelines, again, we'll use masks, N95 masks, shields, gowns, um, Again, we screen people. We'll do car side visits in the uh, in the parking lot. Mm. Pull out the blood pressure machine and, and do some checking. So we screen people certainly before they come in the door. Um, we've provided those precautions again for our volunteers and staff as well as the other patients. Um, but yeah, we're um, instituting some pretty strict guidelines in that way. But again, they can they can certainly be seen if they do have symptoms. Of course, they need to be quarantined for fourteen days or you know, if things get worse, you know, seek care beyond Hope Healthcare Services. But uh, yeah, we're screening and, and telehealth is one of the big ins- uh, changes that we've been able to institute and we're able to do it very quickly. So really proud of our staff that they were able to do that. So, you know, I'm paying $1,800, $2,000 for a root canal and you're charging folks $30. That's a pretty big difference uh, in cost. <laughs> Where are you making up that difference? How do you get your funding? That's a great, another great question. Um, we've got kind of an all of the above approach to uh, funding. Patient revenue does provide some um, level of funding. And again, obviously a small amount, but but not zero. It's less than 10%. The rest comes from uh, businesses, churches, foundations, individuals, um, special events. Uh, 
uh, again, grants of all kinds. The community's really come around us in a powerful way. And, um, you know, that's been fantastic. We're unique in the services that we provide. We're the only such clinic in the county. I certainly won't say we're the only one doing charity care in the county. Many doctors and organizations and hospitals are doing it as well. But, um, you know, we're trying to siphon off those folks also that may be um, approaching the emergency departments with primary care needs. They're uninsured. We work with both county hospitals to uh, redirect them to Hope Healthcare, at least as an option for them. And um, so, again, play our part with those people falling through the cracks of the system. But, yeah, the um, we've had some some great support financially from uh, both county hospitals, again, local foundations, local churches, many individuals and uh, and again, some special events. So. That's great. So if somebody wants to volunteer or if somebody wants to donate, what's the best way to go about that? Calling the clinic or um, going through the website, either one. You mentioned the website, myhopehealth.org, or the phone number, 317-272-0708. I want to stress, too, we work with volunteers. Many of our volunteers were over age 65 when COVID hit. We sent them home, obviously them being more susceptible to uh, what could be complications with COVID, extreme complications. So I would just encourage people, if you call the number and we don't answer, leave us a message. We commit to returning the call within 24 hours of the next business day. Um, so uh, believe me, we, we get your message and you know be patient with us. But uh, we're here to serve you, and, and we've got some capacity right now, which is one of the reasons I reached out to you as well, Chris. So, again, I, I can't uh, tell you how important it is for us to let people know we're a well-kept secret, and we don't want to be. All right. Final question I ask everybody in your day-in, day-out work at the, the, the clinic, what's the one thing that you see every day that you wish everybody understood about the thing you see? Boy, you know um, – I think you mentioned it there. The, the people that are falling through the cracks are kind of invisible. Um, you know, it's not that the person that that's at the food pantry or the homeless shelter, it could be, and we'll certainly serve anyone without insurance. But again, if they're 138% of the poverty and below, there's a, there's a health insurance program provided by the state of Indiana and they can take advantage of that. So it's, it's folks that are struggling. They're out there working. It's your neighbor two doors down who uh, their family broke up or one of them lost their job that had the insurance. And you have no idea that they're uninsured. They don't wear a badge. They don't wear a, a, a ribbon. Um, they don't put up a sign that says we don't have health insurance. Um, so they're, they're, they're invisible. They're out there suffering and um, many times ignoring health uh, signs and symptoms until things get really bad. And then they do end up presenting at the ER. Well, you know, we're there to, to head those things off and find them early and treat them, uh, keep them on medication that that's much needed. And, um, you know, we do it all. We're a faith-based ministry as well. So we do it all in the name of Christ. And, um, we certainly offer prayer and spiritual support to people, um, to, to treat them holistically. Um, I will say that a person of any faith or no faith is certainly welcome and they'll be treated exactly the same. But we don't hide that fact either. It's what motivates many of our volunteers and donors. And, um, you know, it's what, what's really grounded this work. All right. Great. John Molan, who is the executive director of Hope Healthcare Services. Again, that website is myhopehealth.org. 
Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Thank you, Chris. Great to meet you. Thanks for listening to Now Hear This. I'm your host, Chris Spangle. If you missed any portion of our program, you can listen on our website, nowhearthisindy.com. If you'd like to have your organization featured on the show, please contact Gabby at 317-475-7407 or via the contact page on our website. Thanks for listening, and we will be back again next weekend with Now Hear This. Check out the Boss Hog Liberty podcast on the We Are Libertarians Network. Jeremiah Morrill, Dakota Davis, and a rotating cast of guest hosts join you every week from our beautiful Henry County, Indiana studio. We talk national, statewide, and local politics, sports, pop culture, and everything we find interesting. Guests from state senators, economists, authors, comedians, and your local fools. Catch us live on Facebook or in your iTunes feed.